Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. I hope everybody's having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. A couple of things are happening today on Aces Radio Live. Jim Gilhouse and I are going to be talking about social media outlets. We've had a few folks on, but nobody's really dug deep into the different communities that there. Live Social, Shout Life, Facebook, Tout. Uh, why tweet when you can tout? Tout is my favorite. I just found out from Shaq about it yesterday. It's 15-second video clips, and you guys know I'm a fanatic when it comes to videos, so this is sweet. You want to be on Aces today. You also want to be on Tom Chenault's show tomorrow, the Home-Based Business Radio Show, because he's going to have the infamous Kevin Trudeau on that show. It will be a wild time, to say the least. Today, Chapter 10, the map to the party, grasping the undeniable relationship between great communication and great companies. I have been teaching and preaching this for decades. When I see top leaders leave companies, when I see CEOs resign and move somewhere else, I can 99% of the time bring it right back to lack of communication. There's a reason certain people never leave companies. There's certain reasons people jump all the time. And it all boils down to communication, and it's a two-way street. I love this because Dave is a kind of guy like me. He's a little southern boy. And he says, man, when I was in college, my grandparents allowed me to live in their summer lake house for free. Now think about that. College students on the lake, and it's for free. He said, being in college and being on the lake meant that we were required by federal law to have frequent parties at the Ramsey Lake House. But now understand, this was before GPS, before cell phones and all that, so it was always directions. You know, cross the railroad track, that first road on your left, don't turn there. You want to wait till the second road on your right and all that stuff. And I don't know about y'all, but you get lost in the backwoods of Tennessee, and you know you're lost. And if you're not careful, somebody with no teeth may come out and welcome you. So I am sure that they had fun. But the moral of the story is you get lost. See, your business, my business, Dave writes, is the party. You have invited your team to the party. If you give really good instructions, I mean directions, everyone will have a great time at the party. But if your business is like most, you're awful at the art of giving directions. And the only communication is poor communication. And I see this happen all the time. Dave writes, as a matter of fact, the the entre leader's goal should be to create a company culture of communication. You can have great gears in your company and it will still freeze up, grind to a halt. And if you don't put the grease on the communication into the engine, it sucks. See, when the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, all of a sudden frustration gathers. 
That frustration turns into distrust. I've been at the top and I've been at the bottom, and I understand what it means not to have the communication. The left hand, not to know what the right hand's doing. Sadly, there's leaders that purposely do that. Their companies, as Jim Collins says, never move from good to great. Dave writes, a lack of communication is caused by many things, but there are two main reasons, and i got to validate this. I've seen it. Number one, companies don't make communication a priority. And two, leaders are so arrogant or fearful that they intentionally under-communicate. Listen real quick. Network marketing companies and network marketing leaders are notorious for saying take positive down and negatives up. I'm not against that statement. The sad thing is there's a difference between a dull, negative, disillusioned whiner and passing critical information that is so important to the future of the company and the field. And you've got to be able to move the communication. It can't just be always peaches and cream especially with your top field leadership. Listen, and you top field leaders, if you're having issues, you need to share that with your company owners. If you want a great, if you want to create a company that is fun to work for, where productivity and creativity are high, and that you are actually glad to lead, then you you have to create a culture of communication. Lack of communication will, will, will breed that frustration I mentioned. That frustration will convert to outright anger and then morph into a team member's distrust for each other as well as the leadership. Fear is the deciding factor. There's a company, a couple, three, four companies in direct selling that are great at communication. Primerica is number one. Phenomenal. Keller Williams, number two. Awesome. Vima Nutritional powerful. Their, their CEO is constantly communicating. This week he's in Hawaii with his top ambassadors. Communicating the future of 2012. I got a great email from him last night. Powerful stuff. You want to know another co- company that, that people could say over-communicates? That's by Salah Science. And they communicate like crazy and from three different directions with one message. Communication is the key and there's companies out there. I've got a good friend of mine, young lady, just moved to a new company, and the reason she did is because the CEO of her former company never communicated whatsoever, and she got fearful that she didn't know exactly what was going on. In one of the surveys that Dave uses, you'll have to buy the book, it revealed that 48% of employees who plan to leave their current jobs want to leave the company due to a lack of trust for their employer and 46% say a lack of transparent communication from their organization's leadership is their main point of dissatisfaction. It doesn't matter if it's corporate America or network marketing. It doesn't matter if it's your relationship at home. Communication is the key. When the team doesn't know what's going on in the company, they are by definition not a team. You're not a direct selling company if you're not communicating. If the team can't trust you for complete information, just a simple statement like, 
We're over budget and need to get sales up. You need to do something. And you need to explain what that means, because if all you do is leave that, that's open for all kinds of crap. By the end of the day, half the sales force is going to think they're getting laid off. So you got to control it. Ted Knighton last year shot up that Monavi sales were down. Monavi responds with a cease and desist instead of explaining, yeah, you know what, our sales are down. Heck, everybody else's are too, except Vitalis. But no, they didn't say anything. See, most people assume the worst times 10 when leadership hasn't built trust with them in telling them the truth. So how do you get it done? What do you do? That's the key. That's why you're listening today to the radio show. Number one, you've got to share the dream and tell the story, and you've got to do it over and over and over and all the time. All the time you've got to be sharing the story, sharing the passion, sharing the dream. Your team can't manage their time towards building your dream if they don't know what it is. Why did you launch that company, and why are you still in business today? If you're a top field leader, why did you choose that company, and why are you in business today? Garrett McGrath of Evolve Health is phenomenal for selling the dream over and over and over to his team members. Constantly. James Christensen the same way. Over and over and over. Ray Rustelli III and, and Royce Reese over at Rustelli Direct sell that dream over and over and over. Jordan Rubin, the founder of Beyond Organic, not only shares the story, he writes books about the story. He lives it every day. Coach Blaine, one of his master distributors, does the same exact thing. I can tell you story after story after story. Art Williams, in his 70s, Still, telling the story and selling the dream. Folks, this is what it's all about. If you're not doing that, your team isn't going to know what they're doing. They're just going to sit there and flounder because nobody's got it. Nobody's got the story out there. Nobody's telling them the history. Nobody does it. And nobody can share it like you do until your leaders buy in. And when they do, the sky's the limit. You need to tell the story of the history, the struggles, the victory. Art Williams did this so well in a book called Coach that I believe it should be on every CEO's desk as a manual on how to do a direct selling company and never give up. That's the passion behind it. Second thing you have to do is communicate in times of trouble. Listen up. Trouble's going to come. I don't care if you're into the law of attraction that you always talk positive affirmations. I don't give a rat's butt. You're going to have trouble. Somewhere along the line, trouble's going to come. No one's exempt. So try to, trying to, to not tell people about it or pretend it's not there is irrelevant. It's absolutely vital that you share it. People who have emotional and spiritual maturity as well as good mental health can handle problems and communicate during crisis. I'll tell you somebody that I've, I've fallen in love with as a leader and as a friend, and it's Onyx Cole over at Monavi. Over the last year, I've gotten to know her and her partner. Just They're just two great folks. He's, he's a, he, just, he loves her to death, backs her 100%. 
she is she is rock solid on her team. But something that I have learned from her is that she does not back down from trouble. When trouble comes, she rallies her leaders, she shares with them what's happening, and they move forward. She does this with her girls, and I think she learned it as a single mom. She just realized, i got to tell the truth, and i got to let them know, and we're going to bust our butts as, our, as the girls in the household, and we're going to make this happen. But she's carried it into her professional life at the same time. I've listened to her train women in a room, and she doesn't get up there and tell them everything's going to be peaches and cream. I can guarantee you some of those ladies probably thought, what in the heck am I doing listening to this blonde, wild, tall girl tell me that sometimes it's going to suck? And I'm one of them that will tell you right now that I've watched that young lady grow in a company dominated by men, and she has done things that most women would have quit earlier and just gone somewhere else, and she just dug her heels in, and she went and kicked butt. It wasn't easy. When troubled times come, you have to communicate it. You have to share it. I'm going to share a couple of things that Dave writes here, and I think this is phenomenal because it, it gets rid of that crap, that myth of never passing negatives down. And I've clarified that. You don't want to pass down just rumors and gossip and dull negative disillusion communication. But what you do want to do is share. And when in doubt, overshare. Share the truth. Let them know times are tough. We just found out that our formulation sucks because of the manufacturer. They didn't put an ingredient in it. we got to deal with this. You share with that internal staff. Look, the sales force, we just lost a gigantic team. Sales are down. we got to bust butt. Matter of fact, if you're a CEO listening to this, I'm going to tell you something right now. <clears throat> you better be treating that in-house team of yours. As good or better as you do your field leaders. Because your field leaders may be the, 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 the engine, the lifeblood. But those customer service reps answering that telephone can rip your team apart in a heartbeat. I'll say something real controversial right now. I'm a firm believer that if you're running a direct selling company, <clears throat> then somehow your inside team ought to be able to benefit from what's going on in the field. Now, I don't know if that means you, you, you take a percentage of sales or what you do, but by golly, they're the ones that are sitting there. They're the grease in that engine, and they need to be rewarded. If you're sending your, your top leaders on a, on a field trip and they're going to Hawaii, then why don't you get some of your best-performing people inside the company and take them too, dadgummit. Let them see how the other half lives because they're the ones supporting them. I can get real I can get real motivated about the employees that run network marketing companies because I love them and they're some of the unsung heroes that are out there. So overshare when you're in doubt. Let people know on the team, hey, we got some issues here, but I think you're 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 you, you you've got the the guts to be able to handle this. You have the maturity what it takes second thing is never publicly harm or embarrass people if you're oversharing and you've got to share about a layoff lay them off dave talks about the fact that that he's had to let some people go because they were addicted to porn on the internet he never calls those people out but he makes it very clear to people hey we've had to let some people go because of inappropriate internet use and I'm going to be watching you. We're going to be paying attention. We monitor what you're doing in your emails. And if you get in a pissy mood because you say, well, that's a violation of my privacy. Dave writes something that's very good. 
He said, privacy isn't a big deal to people who are living a clean life and doing the right thing. If you're too daggum embarrassed that you're, you're worried about your privacy, then what is it you're hiding? That's the key. So how do you communicate? How do you get it out there? Well, number one, you don't want to end up in corporate America acting like it's a bureaucracy. You want to seek communication. So number one, hold some meetings, staff meetings, once a week, maybe twice a week. Depends on how big. If it's too big of a corporation, if you're one of those billion or $100 million network marketing, direct selling companies, then probably what you're going to need to do is hold some, some, some different you know group meetings or different divisions that are working. But at least get all your leaders together. Have a, have a good set-down session. What's up? What's going on? Don't get into this dogmatic crap of, of just meetings that are worthless. Have an agenda, follow the agenda, get the information, take an hour, and get your butts back out there and build something. That's going to build synergy. And listen, take some time for the personal side. That's going to be a plus. If you guys know that you're hurting somewhere and you're all fighting for it together, then people don't feel like they're out there by themselves. Take some time to read the feedback during those meetings, good and bad. If somebody's in a bitchy mood and they've written you a nasty email... Share it. But you better also share those great raving fans. One thing I see with my wife is when she gets that little brown envelope in the mail and it has all those tear-outs from the back of her books where people are praising or being critical, I've watched her go from smiling and laughing to crying when somebody didn't like her book, but then right back to smiling and laughing when somebody loved her book. You've got to do that. I'm telling you, if you're running a meeting, you got to have physical. I mean, if you're running a big business, you got to have physical meetings. If you're running a, if you're just having you, hold a staff meeting with yourself, dadgummit. Static meetings are kind of cool. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with them, except that you end up with some issues because when you're, when you're running static meetings where you just call and say, hey, we're going to have a meeting, let's roll. You, you can have too many meetings that way. So just be very cautious on that, I think. Dave writes it this way. You never want to have so many meetings that you can't get any work done. Many businesses have lost their soul by having too many meetings. So don't get caught up in that. Another thing in communications, mail, email, voicemail, texting, all that. Although it's very effective, we can get the message out fast. Unless you're Skyping it using video or audio. It doesn't it doesn't work long term. How many times have you sent an email and your intent in sending the email was totally opposite of the way it was taken and all of a sudden you're in a in an email fight shooting each other with M sixteens? Pick up the freaking telephone. Man, I've done this so many times it's pathetic and I hate it now I'm starting to pick up the telephone and just say, Dude, that isn't what I meant. You gotta do that. That, that that's what's freaky about things. You take an hour and a half to write a freaking email instead of picking up the telephone. I know sometimes that's that passive-aggressive personality you've got. But you want to make it happen, so don't don't rely on that except for short stuff. Weekly reports. Okay, we're not talking about it like corporate America. I journal almost, well, I do journal daily. It just depends on which journal I'm in. So have your have your team do a weekly journal. Have them do a small, uh, just a short synopsis to themselves saying hey here's where my highlights were here's where my low points were and then have them give it to you you're the leader of the company look at what their high points are 
Now, if you're a big company, give them to their to their their managers. But now you know what the highlights, the low points. You know where they're at. And then if you like, if you're like Ramsey, when you walk through your company, you got this this notebook and you've got all these reports, and you know when you're talking to somebody what they're going through, where they're where you can help mentor and grow them, where you can praise them, and if they're having personal issues, where in my case you could pray for them. You want to make sure you're communicating that. You want to do it on a weekly basis. Here's why. If you're doing this on a weekly basis, then at the end of the year when you're kind of sitting there checking things out, seeing where everybody's at, and probably calling in your people and saying, let's let's hang out and let's see what it's been like for a year, then you know what to chat about. It's not about an employment review or a raise. I mean, crying out loud, you may need to give a raise three or four times to some people and other people may not deserve it at all. But what corporate America would call an annual raise, you'd have an annual mentoring session. You guys would be working in tandem to say, what's up? How's it going? What are we doing? How are we doing it? See, that's the key here that a lot of times we miss. It's that communication at every level. How many of you field leaders do this? How many of you actually have weekly reports where you know what the what the KRAs are, that, that key result area. And you're holding your leaders firm to that. Oh, Troy, we can't do that. Everybody's independent contractors. You know what? You need to go to the networkmarketingadvocates.com and read the article that I wrote yesterday. So that you understand just because you're leading a group of volunteers doesn't mean it gives you an excuse not to lead a group of volunteers. You need to get your butt out there. You need to hold the feet to the fire of your leaders, and you need to be growing your team. The reason people fail in sales of any kind, network marketing or otherwise, is because they don't know how to be accountable to themselves, to their team, and to the company. Most of them aren't even accountable to their customers. That's probably why their their friends and family get pissed off. They sell them a product and then never ask them how the product worked. They're too daggum afraid to ask them how the product worked because most of the time they've joined some some pyramid crap instead of a legitimate network marketing company because they really didn't want to have to work very hard. If I'm stepping on your toes, then start walking the walk. you got to get in the middle. You know, I've heard for years the the phrase, build to the next big event you don't want to know why you should be building to the next big event because we're we're a virtual organization most most people's organizations are spread out all over and if you build to that next big event and everybody comes to the event now you can walk around among everybody know what's going on get to know them better talk to them personally one of the things i love about ceos that are hungry to build their business and share their story they never sit in their office when they're building their business they are flying around the country. I got my hats off to the founders of Zango. They put more miles on their, their Amex cards that first year. It allowed them to fly for free the second year. I'm telling you, you got to get out. you got to do it. you got to make it happen. Communication will build up or break down your company. Now, the question you've got to ask yourself is, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid that if you over-communicate, that, that your competitors will use that against you. It's when you under 
communicate. Let me use a prime example. I get this email from BK last night. He's over in Hawaii. He's hanging out with his crew. He said, hey, man, I know we're getting together next week, and uh, I just want to make sure that you've got an update. Here it is. And I click. It's a video update. It's not, not to me personally. I mean, the email was to me personally. But it's an update to his team. And you don't want to know what he did. He's got all his products out there for their, their body, their new, their new weight loss uh, formula. It's a liquid weight loss. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a category killer for this thing. He shares each of the different ones. He shares why they created each one that they created. He shows the main ingredients in each one. Oh, my gosh. Somebody might rip him off. He shares with what they're not launching yet, what they're waiting to launch into, until 2012. He talks about what their, what their test groups have gone through and what they learned from them. He explains why they're doing what they're doing. He explains again the old story, the original story of why he started Vima and, and, and what it means to the world and what it's done to the world and, and about Verve and how it's the, the world's first healthy energy drink, and that's it's the seventh highest selling energy drink in the world. He shares all this information. He overshares with the field and ends up showing the fun they're having in Hawaii and saying, you know, guys, you can be here with us next time. Over-communicate. Share the story. Has BK hit it? No, he hasn't hit it all the time. Has Visalis Science hit it all the time? No, they haven't hit it all the time either. Has any company out there? No. But they don't hide from the facts and they share the truth and they move on. You have to do the same thing. The last three minutes of the show, four minutes, I'm going to change gears a little bit. I want to move this to a personal side. Nobody's marriage is perfect either. You go through times of lack of communication. You go through times of stress. If you believed everything you said at the altar, then make it work. Start communicating openly. Sharing what you're feeling, what you're not feeling. If you've got a friend, if you've got a parent that you're estranged from, whatever it is, communication is the key to growth. Plain and simple. Business Personal, spiritual, I don't give a rip what it is. Two-way communication is the key. Hang out with us this afternoon on Aces Radio Live. Be back here Thanksgiving week. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a couple days where we won't do a radio show. I think, well, I think Thursday. But come hang out with me, guys. This is going to be a great week. Some of you are off all week long. You can have some fun. Live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Have a great weekend. Be back here Monday morning on RealMentorsRadio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.